Crystal and I have been watching this British pottery contest show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they what? keep saying the word delicate rim. Ooh. Yeah. I'm talking about like the rim of a oh, cup. Sorry, I know what they're talking but, about. Like, I worked in up. too many dick stores to not think the other way. They say, uh, is that the same thing we've yeah, been watching? Yeah, they say so much shit where you're just like, the host is very horny, but like the judges unintentionally sound like they're really well, that's into like some the shit. British Bake Off. Yeah. yeah. And oh, what's yeah. her name? Always wearing the ball gags around her neck like I don't see her. Oh, yeah. Sue, what's her face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sue's yeah. into some weird shit. String a big old, big old anal beads. Uh huh. Yeah. She's always wearing a butt plug on the show. We yeah. know that. Well, By she, that, that I sent a screenshot, I think, to Crystal at one point of like what is clearly a ball gag around her neck. Yeah. And she's wearing it like a necklace. And it's like, no. She's flagging it to her master or whatever. <laughs> so, like, I sent a screenshot uh, to somebody when we first started watching the Great British Bake Off. Um, you know the expression, like, like something comes something? Like. Sure. The, <laughs> well, that's what, like. <laughs> one of the contestants was like, um, it's sort of a buttercream cum cream cheese. Oh, and I screenshot oh, it and I was like, I was like, oh, I love when they just list the ingredients. <laughs> no, that is, uh, that's, no. No, the I'm textures, no. Yeah, in that context, it means like, by way of. Like yeah. They, they made a, you know, cream cheese based buttercream. But when you just say buttercream cum cream cheese, I'm like, oh, got those three. Okay, what else is in this recipe? I'm gonna make this at home. Stop. <laughs> For everyone who the Adams family, yeah, Adams family, child's movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, with horny parents. Yes, it. That's the thing is the film's not horny. They are. Yeah, Gomez and Morticia are very uh, passionately in love. Yes. Oh, and just yeah. always, it's all foreplay. <laughs> a lot of public scenes. They have a lot of fetish scenes. Yeah, that's kind of, I think that's kind of their, that's part of their kink is yeah. like, we want to make everybody uncomfortable with how hard we're making out at this auction. That, yeah. would, that yeah. would not fly in 2021. I mean, they did not get consent. It's not just the, the parents that are horny, though, because the baby that's coming has the biggest dick yeah, that, I've ever three like <laughs> Yeah, that gag at the end, where she holds it up, I was like... That's just John Holmes' baby. Oh my god. Yeah. Ron Jeremy's baby. Uh, I was today years old when I figured out that joke. Because you guys just told me that. That's (laughs) that's the first time I've ever noticed that. Oh, really? I have always wondered why they have three legs. I was always just like, I don't know what that's supposed to be. I was like, is this supposed to be an octopus baby? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like, it's a circus freak baby because they're all circus But I think it's also like... But it does look, yeah, it's a donger, yeah. Yeah, it's a donger. Okay, Okay, I'm. It's a baby with a baby on. Tripod Karamia. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. The untippable over baby. Hello, excellent humans. <laughs> and then in the and then in the second movie they just like pretend like that tripod outfit never happened. Well yeah, that was uh, that, But I love that. That's the kind of like it's a speculation joke of like, oh oh, you know, like we're gonna have a three legged baby, maybe some kind of weird circus baby, because like, yeah. Yeah. You got cousin it, you got flora and fauna, I mean they're not related, cousin it though. 
is a cousin. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, they're all weird circus people. Yeah, they're so all like, oh, this is going to be like a multi-limbed uh, little baby baby guy. Uh, and then in the next one, they're just like, oh, it's uh, Pubert? Pubert. Pubert, yeah. yeah. Uh, we fucked up. Poor kid. We fucked up? Yeah. Well, we fucked up. Where's my bell? Oh, I thought I brought it down. Did I not bring it you down? Do you have a bell? I got a bell. Podcast bell. It's I'll fine. Get it. No, it's fine. We're recording. Well, that's fine. Uh, he'll just do the intro. No. No, you got to do it in that German voice. Hello, excellent humans. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Everyone just hot watch, grot watch. Because she has the worst accent. Who? Which awful. one? Doctor Pinderschloss. Pinderschloss. Doctor Nuthouse. Yes, Dr. Yeah. Nuthouse. Her name means Nuthouse. Schloss's Chateau. <laughs> <laughs> I googled too much shit. Well, because we were, they're in that hotel room and there's some weird pictures that we'll get into later because I don't want um, Hunter to miss the bit. Uh, but while googling that, I found a lot of weird fun facts about Here comes the bell. Here comes the bitch. Hello, excellent humans. We did this. You were gone. Oh, good. We're good. We're, yeah. Hot watch. Grot watch. Hot watch. Grot watch. It was found in a tuna net. Tuna net. <laughs> what was it? Florida? The, the Florida Department of the Fish and the, the Wildlife. The Fish and the Wildlife. <laughs> the Florida Department of the Fish and the Wildlife. <laughs> it's like, it's the gnarliest, like... Oh, a piece, bad. a piece of caramel stuck to the top of your mouth accent that yeah. she's doing. It's great. It sounds like when people try to do Irish accents and they all end up sounding Jamaican. Like when people do German ones, they just sound like Jean Claude Van Damme, who's not even German. <laughs> Belgian. Is he Belgian? I thought yeah. he was Austrian. I thought he was I don't Austrian know what too, he is. but I don't know. I guess. I think he's Belgian. I think you might be right. I mean, he's Schwarzenegger's he's weird, so. Austrian. Yeah. 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 And I think he's Belgian. Seagal, nobody knows. We talked about how Steven Seagal just, he looks like when you fight a boss at the end of a video game and you think you beat him and then he just gets bigger. <laughs> like every part of Steven Seagal except his face like expanded. Like his, I think his hands are physically, it looks like they transplanted his face onto a larger person's body. Maybe they did. It's wild. Like even his hair looks like it's bigger than it was. Well, it's its own entity. Yeah, like, because he, he's like, he put on some weight, but like, I saw him a while, like, a while, while ago, and I was like, oh, he got a little heavy, but I'm like, he's older, you know, like, he's not doing action movies anymore, or whatever. But then I just saw him recently in some video at like a, you know, martial arts expo, and he's just like a giant. Mm. It's insane. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> That's why I have a bell. We're doing anyway. our mime show over here in the background. Don't don't mind us. Oh, uh, so yeah, what did I miss? What do we what do we do? Oh, oh are we excellent humans? Okay. And the hot watch, grot watch. Hot watch, grot watch. Okay. And Doctor Nuthouse. Did we introduce the film I properly? We didn't introduce no, we anything didn't. or yeah. anyone. Uh, so welcome back to the show, guest host Tina Dillon. Hello, Tina. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, oh. Beerman. <laughs> But yeah, because uh, once again, listeners, Allison um, is uh, whitewater rafting, and um, we have with us a double double guest uh, experience. Um, <laughs> it's an experience. Multi multi guest, multi time guest, Crystal Brackett. Welcome back. Hello. And returning for their second appearance, Rowan. Oh, oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hello. So, who actually ended up picking this film? 
I did. It was you? Okay. Yeah. I was like, uh, Rowan was like, let's think of something spooky. Spooky or supernatural or occult, something like that. And I literally got like, I don't know, six entries into the list and was like, oh shit, how about the Adams family? <laughs> she didn't want to deal with my decision making process. No, I didn't. It's well, yeah, famously painful. chronicled on like episode 47 or whatever, 48, 49. 49. When you were on, nice. <laughs> you were like, well, I had it whittled down to 16 for about a week. And then the I, day before I, we recorded, I, I narrowed it down to three. <laughs> I like to let the decisions come to me naturally. The artistic that's, process. That's why I said I've been wanting to cut my hair off for months. And then I didn't decide what I was going to do to it until 11 p.m. last night. Well, yeah. And you went that's with fine. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un, yeah. our <laughs> glorious leader. <laughs> this was a good pick because uh we as a house you know we've talked about this off air but we as a house watched adam's family values the sequel Mm -hmm. not that long ago a few months ago whatever yeah i think so and uh watching that i was like oh i haven't seen this in a while but like a lot of it was very familiar i remembered a lot of the beats and stuff and and then um watching this i was like shit i think i haven't seen this in even longer which it seemed weird, you know, like, I don't know. I guess I was just combining them in my head. In in my head, I definitely combine one and two as the same movie. And I think it's, I'm just like, oh, that's in number two. And then I'm like, nope, definitely not. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think in my head, a lot of the second one was all the camp stuff. Yeah. And everything else wasn't really a part of it as much. Right. I think I thought that was the first episode of movie. Yeah. There, I mean, that storyline in... in Values is also very fester, fester heavy, yeah, fester centric, fester driven, yeah, fester. Well, now and also, it's hard to forget after that lovely Thanksgiving uh, play from summer. Camp. Oh yeah, yeah. well the, the 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 camp is great. Yeah. yeah, so like of course that's burned into all of our memories. Yeah, <laughs> it's like our collective consciousness as a generation. I am a turkey. Kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Future episode. Uh, Adam's Family Values. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. We uh, should get the gang back together and do Adam's Family gang. Values. If Allison comes back before then, I'm taking her position. <laughs> we just got heat with everybody. Listen, me and Allison have had this going for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think Ever it was the smokers. The, smoke. yeah, the smokers is when you threaten to take her job as co-host. <laughs> she deserved it. Uh, that's a good episode, though. No, she's <laughs> whitewater rafting. She's busy in Costa Rica studying yeah. lizards. Right? Yeah. She's busy. Studying lizards. That's Jimmy Workman as Pugsley. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I found out I want to be a Wednesday, but I'm definitely a Pugsley. Oh, 1,000% so. a Pugsley. I think that happens to most of us. Yeah. The best of us. Yeah, and you know what? I'm fine with that. And yeah. it just took me to 35 to realize it. But... <laughs> Here I don't go. think I'm a Wednesday or a Pugsley. I think I'm a Christina Ricci, but like that weird middle phase where she was like kind of chubby with a big head. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> big <Feel> head club. <laughs> um, so this, I did not remember, is uh, technically a Christmas movie. Right, because it's at the beginning, yeah. they, they open it. At... They dump hot tar on carolers. <laughs> it's the only Christmas reference in the movie, though. Yeah, it yeah. ends at Halloween. Yeah. Which is confusing. Yeah. Well, I, just I love holidays. I, I guess we watched a whole year pass. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, almost a year. Yeah. It was supposed to be a week, though. He was only supposed to stay with them for a week. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of huge plot holes in this. 
Yeah. I, so apparently, here's what the IMDb trivia says. I'm just I, okay. I don't like to just quote trivia uh, too much, but it is very funny to me that um, whoever they were talking to, one of the writers was like, "The idea came to me when I was in a car with a bunch of you know my friends and their family were going on a road trip, and the kids were singing the Adams Family theme, and then we all started singing it too, note perfect, word for word, yeah, and it's like, and that was the idea for like that was the concept for the movie, and it's like no, that was just the idea where you were like, oh, I can make. People love the Adams family. I can make money off this. That's not the idea for the movie. No. Right. I was reading this like story, you know, this like thing, hoping they were gonna be like, oh yeah. And uh, turns out my, you know, my neighbor's long lost brother returned, and I was like, that's what we need in an Adams family movie. It's like, no, you're just like, oh shit, I can monetize the Adams family, and I can get a new pool. Yeah, but you also well, know the second they said note perfect, no one sang in that's, key. That didn't happen. No, then. it's a bunch of kids, people driving a car. Nobody. They're just all doing the. Like, whatever, yeah. like... Yeah. On time. Yeah. Well, I, it's not as if there's all the, the pitches and range in this song here. I don't know what... <laughs> yeah. um, They're creepy know. and kooky. They're like, no. Um, Gotta get a little more vibrato in there. I love it. Well, no. listen, take some notes from... Adam's family. Jiggling is a horrible visual. Since um, this is a visual medium. <laughs> so, yeah. So, here's an interesting thing. Part And I might be the only one who didn't know this. Mm. Maybe. So, I as we're watching the credits, the the first set of credits that roll, yeah. and it says, based on characters by Charles Adams, I was like, who the fuck is Charles Adams? Oh, yeah. I'm new here. I didn't uh, realize that either. Yeah, so yeah. Charles Adams drew the Adams family as part of his, like, New Yorker caricature cartoon strip. A long ass time ago. Like forever ago. Yeah, like the 20s. Or yeah, he 30s, was known think, for yeah. like yeah. macabre cartoons. Yeah. Um, and the Adams Family occasionally made like yeah, an appearance he, in them. So oh. his whole thing, well, yeah, it was like very snarky, kind of, yeah, macabre and like not outwardly spooky, but like kind of dark. Yeah. Like one panel cartoons for the New Yorker. Yeah. And the the joke with the Adams family was like, well, what kind of lunatic would draw these kinds of cartoons? So he was like pulling back the curtain and being like, you know, these were my childhood memories. Oh, and like, that's fun. Yeah, that he was, you know, in yeah. the Adamses like that and yeah. And it's and it's also oh, supposed to be like a like a tongue in cheek way of like making fun of rich people since like yeah. aristocracy yeah. they always have bizarre habits. Yeah. And so they're supposed to be like the really macabre like spooky weirdo ones. But honestly, like, if that was what rich people were like, I'd be a lot happier than Dick Rocket Bezos. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, um, like, they just they just gave, like, 50 grand to charity. They gave a thing to an auction and then paid for it to have it back. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would prefer that. Yeah, no. That I think, yeah, that's a perversion of the, you know, aristocratic obsession with, like, bloodlines. Be like, oh, yeah. well, my... You know, my great great uncle was a duke, and then this person was this thing, and whatever the fuck, and and you know the Adamses are like, oh, this is our great aunt who was beheaded for being a witch, and like this is you know, oh, your second cousin who was pulled apart by wolves, you know, like and it's just all murderers, lunatics, you know. Yeah, yeah. it reminds me of like a Terry Pratchett style of satire, yeah. like it's that same like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to name a dog Atlas Adams now. Atlas Adams, yeah. Well, that's excellent a, dog. That's an excellent Was that dog a dog game. or a human? It's it a was human. a human, but it's a dog. Because I know there was buried dogs in yeah. there, too, so I was yeah. like, are we talking but about But that's a, a good dog name. Yeah. And there's a, uh, uh, they have a, a pet vulture. Yeah. yeah. Named, uh, uh, what was it? Muerte? Muerto. Is that what it was? Yeah, Because oh, they eat dead shit. Yeah. That's great. 
We're leaving pecs. All right, so <laughs> um, the, the briefly the plot, in case uh, listeners haven't seen the film, um, we have the Adams family. It's Gomez and Marti- Morticia are the uh, parents. Um, Pugsley and Wednesday are the children. Um, there's Grandmama, who I I think in the like comics and there was a there was a, a movie made in the 60s with yeah. the Adams family. Um, I think in those it was Gomez's mother, but in this I think it's Morticia. Morticia's. Morticia's mother, yeah. Um, and there's a joke in the uh, you know in the movie where uh, it's like. Your, you know, your mother. I thought she was my mother. There's like that yeah. um, as like a nod to that, I guess. Uh, and then there's Lurch, who is their manservant, who is like a big old Frankenstein man. And very great organist. Yes, very yes. good. And uh, Thing, the severed hand, oh, and God. Gate, my favorite. I've got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of uh, uh, Thing theories to talk about yeah, later. We have All a right. lot of oh, like string theories. Yeah. yeah. So that's everybody, right? And then there's Fester, the missing brother. Who, yeah, who uh, I, I think also originally wasn't Gomez's brother. He was, like, somebody's second. Like, I think it was Morticia's mother's brother mm. in, like, the original thing. But Yeah, I think okay. in the old TV show, he was, like, one step removed from siblings kind yeah. of thing. Just because uh, Gomez is supposed to be a Spaniard. And yeah. Fester looks like a potato. Yes. Like, <laughs> I don't understand, like... Who are their parents? They don't look genetically related. It's, no. It's Spanish potato. Spanish, Spanish potato with... <laughs> Patatas bravas. Yeah, Spanish potato with, uh, you know, Cossack uh, blood as well. Yeah. No, that, that I was so confused about their lineage. I'm like... The mamushka. We well, danced the mamushka while Nero fiddled. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The, the Cossacks were... In ancient Rome as well. Good. Okay. It's yeah. just getting clearer. And I mean, I'm, I'm guessing all those weird ethnic things are also tongue-in-cheek at the fact that, like, the royal aristocracy in, yeah. like, Europe, they are in every fucking country. Like, every royal yeah. family is, like, an, uh, a relative of Queen, like, one of the old queens, like, yeah. from England. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yes. All old of them. Queens. Dame Edna. Sweden, Russia, all these places, they all got some gross British DNA. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, co- colonization and uh, yeah. And I mean, also, there's only so much of your family you can fuck, you know. <laughs> Before you get it, Charles Habsburg the <laughs> second. Can I get some context for the bell? It's whenever he makes me upset. <laughs> <laughs> it is whenever we stray too far from the path, or I say something that normally Tina would hit me with her handbag. But assault yeah. is too I, aggressive of a well, sound. On I can't microphone. kick him with my sh- like. I normally would kick him, but like I have no shoes on. And yeah, it's not yeah. Good. You got to pick up the chancla and beat him. This is not. This is a gap flip. I, it, <laughs> it's a chancla when you wield it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so I do like how muddy the Adams like lineage is there because they're just yeah. Well, to add to that, they're also unkillable. <laughs> well, yeah, but wait, Fester. When they show like home video of child Fester, yeah. He's totally hairless. Yes. Okay? Yeah. But, like, Fester has hair, and they shave his head. I know. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what I thought was gonna was supposed to be, because I don't remember it from when I was a kid. I was like, oh, maybe that's the clue that he's really not Fester, because right. he doesn't, he has hair. Um, but no, he is Fester. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. And... yeah like, how did, how did this dude with alopecia suddenly grow hair in his, like, 40s? Only on his head, though. Because yeah. he had no eyebrows. Right. It's because of the amnesia. He yeah. forgot he Amnesia didn't have hair. He stimulated the neurons and 
Yeah. Forgotten uh, yes. didn't have hair. All yes, the tried hair. and true amnesia hair growth. I mean, <laughs> not that extreme, but there are examples of people who have, uh, like, brain trauma that then, like, forget, basically, that they had this one, like, they're, oh, like, they're, you know, uh, their vision is better, or they're, you know, left-handed now, or whatever, and, you know, oh. and things, uh, or they can speak a language they never could speak before, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It has to do with like memory, amnesia, and, and, and multiple personalities, and the, where the brain f- uh, like yeah. stores knowledge and so things. So he's got a personality with hair. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it runs in the family. Haven't you seen Cousin It? Yeah. Listen, it is a... all right. Cousin It rolls up in that Yo. tiny little car. <laughs> I my listening cousin to it? too legit, legit to quit. quit. Oh my god. Every time they're in a car, they have some weird MC Hammer hip-hop thing, and I want to know what kind of deal he had to cut. Well, I think they missed an opportunity here. I'm going to recut this scene mm-hmm. to when he opens the door, puts down the window, whatever it is. Sharp-dressed man plays. Ooh. Uh, it's perfect! Yeah, yeah, also, Cousin It just does look like a member of ZZ well, Top. Well, right, yeah. and, and he's wooing the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I that know bowler what's with that a spider hair. web on you it. You know what's under that hair. But I want to see, like, is there a full face? Is there like what is his what is his infrastructure? Like, I don't know. I think it's just like a because really nice the, cock. Because they put yeah maybe because they put the belt <laughs> around cock his fur. Or hair. They put the belt around his fur when he's. Maybe it was that David Lee Roth's solo album. Moving a pop pop a new pop. sound just like broke my soul the reason i'm like so obsessed with his physical body is because that halloween costume they had him wearing like a cowboy belt around it like completely around his being but then there was visible shoulder so either he has arms that he just let the holster go around or this man is like a human snake like he's got no arms that's what he calls it i'm a snake 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 I don't know, but Margaret uh, at the end is just like, oh yeah, he's cousin. It's the man for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? And I'm I'm happy for her. Yeah. I mean, I love Dan Hedaya and everything, but she definitely traded up. Dana uh, Ivy is the actress. Where did her child go? Yeah, that was going to be my question: is what happened to the child? <laughs> Wait. When they what went, child? They, they went to the one that she wipes his face. She licks the thing and wipes oh. his face. She like she just spits all the over. lizard elf. Yeah, yeah. And her husband got thrown to a, a grave. Yeah, and yeah. Buried alive, presumably. Yeah, I kind of thought that at the end when they're doing the Wake the Dead game that they were gonna call that back. Yeah. And like dig them up and they're like, even though it's been like months or whatever, they're just like, <gasps> you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. So did they bury the child too? Because he seemed like a little shithead. So I would get it. You know what sucks. That I didn't look up his name. I saw him listed though. That guy who's the elf is listed in the credits as like elf uncredited, and like when he shows up, he's he's there for ten seconds. Morticia Adams fucking like bodies him, <laughs> and then he gets like spit licked on the face, and that's and the, he's just like yeah, we want to credit me. I'm an actor, but like I don't need anybody knowing that was in my you know my, in my on my CV. And somebody was like, oh, he's in this. Oh, they typed it up. You know that actually reminds me of unrelated to this movie, but movie related. One of our teachers in college made Buddy Christ. Oh yeah, and she's like a traditional beautiful Sculpt- figurative sculptor. Oh, she's okay. like one of the people that runs the like graduate figurative sculptor school in New York City. She told them contractually that her name should not be mentioned in the credits because it's a disgrace against her craft. 
<laughs> she wanted the money. Hell yeah. So the plot, Uncle Fester has been missing for 25 years, and Dan Hedaya as Tully, uh, the Adams financial advisor? Yeah. yeah. Literature. Yeah. It's literature. It's more than literature. I think he's their lawyer. Yeah. Is he their lawyer? He's a lawyer. Oh, okay. Esquire. It's on his door. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, he and... Um, I think it's like in business law or some shit. Yeah, he also, he owes money to Mrs. Craven. It's a little too, because there's like one too many steps, but anyway. Yeah. He owes money and uh, Mrs. Craven's quote-unquote son... Um, Gordon. Gordon. Uh, happens, quote-unquote, to bear a very strong resemblance to Uncle Fester, except he has hair. And their genius idea is, oh, okay, here's what we do. Shave you bald, send you in there, you find the vault that Dan Hedaya knows exists, and you steal all the money, and then we're rich, and we don't care what happens to them. That's basically the plot, but along the way, we're kind of like, is he Uncle Fester? Is he not? I mean, he definitely is, but maybe he's not. No, he is. He's maybe not. Yeah, No, he is. <laughs> There's no human on Earth that's not an Adams or the Undertaker that looks like that. That's yeah, true. Like, those dark painted-on circles, like... Ooh. They get darker as the movie goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of varies a little bit. I think in the beginning they're like, well, if we <laughs> put him on too dark, it'll be too obvious that he's one of these spooky fucking weirdos. <laughs> right. It has to be believable that he's not, so they put him in a wig and a sweater. Yeah. That sweater, by the way, is hilarious. Because, like... It's like a big He was creepier sweater. in that fucking sweater. Yes, he's way... Cre- right, because yeah. he looks like he's trying to surprise you. <laughs> Uncle Fester is like... You, what you see is what you get. Yeah. He's a bald, he's like a skeleton face man, like a bald man, with these dark circles under this robe with these big hunched shoulders, but with a <laughs> fucking sweater is so much more like, no, it, it's me, a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am normal. Yeah, uh, and even the hair is like, it's, I, you know, I'm sure they had to production design how to make that hair look. And they chose really good hair. <laughs> they chose Michael Bolton's hair. Yeah, it's like, it's it's a little curly and like weirdly kind of reddish brown. Like, it's a weird color. It's two steps away from Cotter. Yeah, yeah. It's a little welcome back Cottery. It is a little welcome oh, back Cotter. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of funny. But yeah, spoilers for the rest of the movie. It's definitely Fester. Um, he just had amnesia because of the Bermuda Triangle, question mark. Yeah. Uh, and then he fell in a tuna net. And then, because they're unkillable, he was just found there with amnesia. Um, I guess by Miss Craven, I don't know why she was there. Well, I don't know why she was perusing tuna nets, but that's where she found her new son. Yeah. Con artists who happen to be perusing the tuna. Yeah. She, they are con artists. Like, She's a loan shark, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that's the plot. Yeah. There's nothing else in there. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the plot is just about being kooky. Like, that's really... Like, that plot is just there for them to be weird. Yeah. It's probably a lot of fun to be in an Adams Family movie. Yeah. Uh, Raul Julia, who plays Gomez, is clearly having a the fucking time of blast. Yeah, yeah he, he looks like he's enjoying every second of it, and he kills it. Well, oh, he also so has good. moments where I think he's struggling to keep a straight face. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, like, a, a lot of the weird, dumb puns and jokes, yeah. he just seems to really be enjoying them. He leans into it hard. Yeah. But Angelica Houston is on a whole oh. other level. Because yeah. she has embraced it so fully that she is unshakable. Do you know who she yeah. based those character, that version of Morticia off of? Oh. Grey Gardens. Like oh. Little and Big oh. That makes sense. That checks out. Which is amazing. Yeah. And I want, now I want to know who all of them based their characters off of, because, like, 
obviously Christina Ricci's like a little wee baby, but she is so into that role. And yeah, I, I guess she's the, like ten. I think it's her. And I, I guess that little creepy yeah. yeah. like arm cross thing that uh-huh. she did. She was the one who decided that's what they should do when they put her to bed. So a little ten year old is like, I'm gonna be in a fake coffin. Like that's they, amazing. They all committed to the bit. Yeah, yeah. I I'm convinced. Well, she's a good actress. Yeah, she. I was actually just talking about this recently, like at work, but like she got uh, a raw deal because she never got to have like a like young adult like really period in her career because she was a child actress in a bunch of these films and stuff and, and Casper and whatever, and then she did like a lot of teen films where she's playing like I mean she was in her twenties and stuff, but like playing still a teenager, but she never got to just like you know yeah do this like oh young adult whatever now she's coming. That, well, then she, because she has a big round head. Now and so, then. yeah, yeah, but she has a big round head. So a lot of casting directors told her that that made her look heavier, so she had to lose weight to counteract it, which makes her look weirder. Right. Well, she, she then she developed an eating disorder. But she looks like a bobblehead. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, "Well, this is unhealthy. I'm not going to act for a while till I get you know yeah. my life under control." And then she came back, and nobody knows what to do with her because you know the thing she's most known for, kind of like. Like Adam's family and, and stuff, and ch- child roles, and they're like, uh, I guess you can play like Marie Antoinette, or was that the yeah. movie? No, it's what's her Lizzie Borden. She was in a Lizzie Borden. Um, oh. That's, what, that's that, what I thought. That fits. Yeah, she was in a Lizzie Borden thing that was terrible. It's like a terrible movie that like I only wanted to watch because she's in. It. I'm like, oh, she's a good actress. I mean, she was in Black Snake Moan. Yeah. So who's everybody's favorite? If you had to pick Adam's family member, that's a good question. Should have done a Rowan's ranking on that one. I uh, will probably say Gomez is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think because he is just like, I mean, it's probably because I love Raul Julia. Um, but he, everything about what he does is fantastic. Like he's just in it to win it. Yeah, he's great in this. I also love that he, like, in reality would technically be the hot brother, but in their world, Fester's the hot brother. Yeah, that's a weird thing yeah. to think about. So he's, like, like he is like horny in love with Morticia in the way that, like, the corny dude who doesn't get dates would be if, like, they got, like, a hottie for a girlfriend. Because in his eyes, like, Morticia's a babe, but, like, he's a dud. And so, like, that, I think, plays into their whole yeah. thing. But that's and, just like, so funny to me. They're both babes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was like, they should have been a couple in real life. <laughs> yeah, Morticia's my favorite. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of reasons, I, yeah. I think she plays the character really well, Angelica Houston. Like, she yeah. just, it's so straight faced. It's like amazing how straight faced she plays it. Yes, but also the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I should have dressed up for this episode <laughs> mm. because. She's got a fabulous eye makeup going on, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Her eye makeup is, is phenomenal. Wonderful. Unfortunately, because of my eye shape, I would look like Fester instead of Morticia <laughs> if I did that makeup. That's you got to turn up, not down. Turn up, not down. Oh, yeah. Rowan, <laughs> my, my Rowan, eyelids are weird. Rowan read uh, a thing that they like basically taped Angelica Houston's eyes up. To make them more slanted, like to the woman make... who played in the TV show, Ooh, which cool. is so why we're doing that like racist TikTok thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, because she had more round eyes, and they wanted her to look strikingly like similar in the face, even though they were different to the original woman who has upturned eyes, kind of like my eye shape. I think like it goes up on the ends, and 
uh, Angelica Houston's are a little more like rounder down here. And so they did two tapings actually. They they did this weird like hidden tape. Just to give that angle. Thankfully, they weren't trying to do the supreme racist version of it. And then they also pulled it on her face down here, too, and hid it under a wig because they wanted her to look, like, so extreme. Uh, like, that's in the jawline. because I was thinking that her face shape looked different. Yeah. But I thought they, like, just ultra-contoured her. But Yeah. yeah they they did, probably did a mix of both. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, some spirit gum makeup, some strings, and a wig. That mm. explains, like... A lot of her acting and this, her facial acting is like these little ticks. Very yeah. small. Yeah. yeah. And it's very like controlled. Well, she started and... doing those like pivot movements to not like disrupt it too. So she became like slinky and weird with her yeah. body. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, she's yeah, great. She's phenomenal. Yeah. So I mean, she's great just... in a lot of things, but like she's very, very fucking funny in this. I'm yeah. trying to think who my favorite is. Like as a kid, hands down, it would have been Wednesday because yeah. that kid is such a little shit and so grumpy and i also wanted to murder my brother so i identify that. but i don't know Rewatching it uh thing in that hand acting yes things hand acting especially on that yeah. bumper yeah like how did a hand look like a man like like worried his parachute isn't gonna like deploy because they got a stage magician to oh and speaking of to my um, do the, the oh thing. was it a stage magician yeah so he's like somebody who's oh. very specific you know with his hand motions dramatic, and stuff yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because he has to do dramatic shit to not look corny and just yeah. magician yeah. job. Um, but I have a really weird train of thought about that character. I'm like, how does he see? How does he hear? Why does he know 14 languages? Magic. Sign language, Morse code. Yeah. Uh, like, he could write in English. So I'm like, is We this... don't know it was going to be English. Yeah, true. It could have been Spanish since could have been anything. of Castilian heritage. Um. So I started, like, questioning that. I was like, how does he hear? How does he learn these languages? He doesn't have fucking ears or eyes. And I'm like, what if, even though we see him, like, vertically, like, he's just a hand, I was like, what if there's a secret invisible man attached to this? What if there's some other sort of fucking weird creature thing going on with this hand? What if the hand is a living version of a ghost relative? It's the only thing (laughs) left of their body, so the ghost is watching. Maybe it's just that that hand was attached to a brain at one point, and now it's got muscle memory. Yeah, it's got... It's, it, but enough to communicate a <laughs> yep. conversation. Yep. You have no idea how far muscle memory travels. Yeah. Maybe they were uh, uh, blessed or cursed with, like, eternal life. Ooh. But, Only one body part. But all of the rest of their body was destroyed. Yeah. In some things. So all their consciousness is still just in that one hand. Yeah, I like that. Right. I, I yeah. figured and the ghost is the eyes and ears. Yeah, I was like, uh, it probably like tapping, except for it knows where things are, because like it knew where the uh, finger, finger trap. trap was. It did it some great acrobatics. In a couple yeah, scenes. it's but. Oh yeah, my... it's it's also very strong. Yes, because yeah. it like catches like Gomez's driver and then just like flicks it. Yeah. With pinpoint accuracy into the fucking golf bag. My favorite part, my favorite scene probably, is the scene where they're moving out and Finn <laughs> comes running by with his little wagon full of hand stuff. Yes! Yeah. Oh my god, I love that too. It was like so palm cute. reading books, gloves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bag, it's like a book on palmistry and a glove and I forget there was something else that I thought was really funny. It was really good. Oh, uh, I, I, I like Thing hitchhiking. about. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Like launching, uh, launching himself into the air, <laughs> doing the thumbs, thumbs and I'm like, heaven yeah. to land. It's great. Parkour. Um, so those people that can just do a backflip. Yeah. What about you? Like, okay. What about you, Hunter? 
about your favorite? Um, as a kid, it was definitely Fester. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, I love, you know, in both the films, I love Fester. Um, as a young man, it was Wednesday because <laughs> I knew that Christina Ricci is like roughly my age, and I had like a major crush on her. So I'm like, oh, this is who I should. This should have been my favorite character. Mm-hmm. This is my dream woman. Yeah. Um, and now it's it's probably Gomez or Morticia. It's like a tie. I love like them as a couple are great. Um, Gomez is I mean, it. It might be Gomez just because he's like swashbuckling and and yeah like he's always seems to be having a blast he's just like a kid in a candy store like in their crazy house with like mad like uh, you know trick walls and there's a fucking lion back there he's got to take a gondola to the vault like that's just i was just like this is all phantom of the opera gondola yeah i was like this all just seems like gomez's initiative like he's just like well of course you need to take a gondola to the vault like you know is this gondola under the entire town yeah only connects i think so well so they live on top of a hill so i'm thinking i'm like oh they they probably just like excavated all underneath the hill. And... The gondola just like gondolas slowly down in a spiral. Yeah. Well, they also when they're when they're looking for Wednesday after she uh, like runs off during the mamushka. Yeah. They're like you know fan out and and uh, I think it's Gomez is like look over here by the you know the bog and but then he says like you know Lurch you check the void and you know we'll check the abyss and I was like they have an abyss and a void right They're the one percent yeah I was like dead. spooky one percent. <laughs> What is the yeah. what is the emotional vibe in an an abyss versus a void? Oh, I don't know. I feel like abyss is is. I feel the abyss is, uh, is more sinister. Yeah, more sinister. Because you know that is that Nietzsche, right? The uh, beware gazing into the abyss, for the abyss gazes also into you, which is you know. It implies... Uh, so like yeah, the abyss yeah. is like your own mind reflecting back at you, and the void is just like a lack of shit? Yeah, the void yeah. is nothingness. See, like, I would rather stare down the barrel of my own consciousness than just be bored as fuck in the void. <laughs> That's It's my the difference between health. being on an antidepressant and not. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Expand on this. <laughs> oh, being on an antidepressant is the void. Oh, okay. It, you, there's, there's just nothing. There's yeah. just no sensation of anything. Yeah, you don't feel like shit, but you're also not dealing with right. anything. <laughs> so... Interesting. Anyway, uh, can we go back to the gondola? Because I, yeah. I think I, oh, I might gondola have, hot takes. Yeah, I might have read into it too far. <laughs> into the into the vault gondola. Oh, the mail, really? Gondola hot takes. Yeah, well, because in like Greek myths, they take it to the underworld. Right. Well, that's what oh. I, I got a very like river sticks. Yeah. The right. boatman. Yeah. The boatman. That's what I got. He's singing yeah. you in, into hell. And right. I in an old Irish. Uh, paganism the ocean is also the entryway to the other world and there's um is it MacLear? there's like an old guy that comes in on a like a weird boat chariot pulled by water horses it's uh it's what is his name i can't remember it macgyver no yes no he's one of the he's like one of the old gods that's now a fairy kind of thing yeah macgyver (laughs) oh it's me old friend macgyver here 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 because that's that accent yeah it's me i've come to break the curse with uh bubble gum and an old paper clip but yeah i i definitely thought that about the gondola as well yeah yeah like i river sticks i was like oh this is a cool kind of like yeah i mean maybe the adams estate just exists you know in sort of a lovecraftian you know well wednesday's bed had what i thought was yeah what's the non-euclidean non-euclidean uh geometry thing yeah uh, oh, Wednesday's bed. Yeah, yeah there's. A little, I assume it's a, it's a little Cthulhu. squid or. It's a, it's, it's, I think it's just supposed to be a spooky octopus, but it does yeah. obviously resemble. 
And I, I'm not surprised by the weird, like, thinking it's, like, an, I, I feel like they probably were just, like, oh, Phantom of the Opera did dumb, spooky shit and all these other things, like, mm-hmm. underworld stuff, like, yeah, probably yeah. stole their set from, like, an old movie version of it. Oh, no, I think um, they just stole everything from Tim Burton's garage sale. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, the cast, the music, the the writers both worked on uh, Burton's early stuff. Tim, Tim Burton was supposed to direct it, but he turned it down for Batman Returns. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was... Which I was like, they must have done a ton of pre-production. Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah, the there's two writers credited. They were being one at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, one worked with him on Beetlejuice. The other one worked on um, Edward Scissorhands, Corpse Bride, and uh, the other, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. That um, makes two Batman ties to this movie. Yeah. When uh, when we were Wait, watching. Well, the original Gomez is played by John Aston. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Who also oh. plays. The Riddler in the sixties Batman. There's not be, all the time. Just once. There's right? got to be even a couple. more Batman I think there's, ties. Was it a couple? Somehow. I think it's a couple. I'm not positive on that. Uh, the thing it's I heard was that world. Frank Gorshin um, was wanted to, wanted to renegotiate, and they were like, "Well, you know, we can get someone else to play the Riddler." And he was like, "Yeah, good luck." And they got John Aston, who was real good at it. And Frank Gorshin was like, "Fine, I'll work for my original rate." Is that, that what happened? That's what I, I heard, know. yeah. I mean, listen, I prefer Frank Gorshin, actually. Yeah. But, um, I like I love John Aston. John though. Aston brings his own little flavor, but it's Gomez-y. John Aston yeah. is in uh, The Frighteners. Is he? Yeah. I don't remember that. So, oh, right. Why has nobody done The Frighteners on this podcast? It's like perfect I, for just it. just waiting. I will. Yeah. I will gladly do that because it's one of my favorite movies. movies. Yeah. No. It, you would, I think you would like the Frighteners. Um, yeah. I hate horror movies. It's not, it's, it's not, it's a, not horror a horror movie. movie. Yeah, Tina uh, also, not I fan. hate horror movies. And I hate and... horror movies for the reason that no one expects, not because I think they're scary. Yeah, no, I think either. they're written like shit. John Aston's yeah. The Judge. Oh, yeah! yeah. Um, I'm looking for... Oh, so I really like uh, The Judge, Judge Womack. Oh, this. yeah. Noted character actor uh, Paul Benedict, who's been in a ton of stuff, mostly a lot of TV stuff over the years. Um, I recognize him from like one or a couple episodes, I think, of Seinfeld. Um, but he's also like he was on a Tales from the Crypt. Uh, he's got bit parts in a ton of like movies, and he was a, a TV actor like way way back in the day too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he showed up. I was like, oh, I know you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. I kept looking at him, and I was like, I know you, and I can't place you. But yeah, like, he's know, he's that's... just like a uh, that guy actor. And I see Granny too. She's like one of those like always plays like a weird old crone and Granny stuff. Granny Adams. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You can't remember what she's in, but you're like, I know that face. Yeah, she's been in a ton of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that Gomez is golfing off the terrace, I guess. Yeah. And it just it faces out over the Adams graveyard, the Adams family plot, and. Um, on the far side is the judge's house, so he just keeps fucking hucking <laughs> balls right in the judge's house. I love it. And the judge is eating cereal, and it's, it's just like, like spray. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, exactly. Uh, it's the second time they must really have Fruit Loops must have been like a sponsor or something because then later on when Thing is trying to like, uh, yeah, the cereal the Adams have when they're on like Skid Row. Yeah, is also this the same fruit puff cereal, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't think ever There's seen also a, box. a Tombstone Pizza advertisement. Oh, I made a note about yeah. that. Yeah. it's like cleverly placed. Yeah, yeah, that's like a gag. Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, that's again when they're on, they get uh, 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 restraining ordered uh, away from Fester, who, again, at the time, everybody still thinks. The Adamses think it's Fester. The uh, the criminals, all Dan Hedaya and Co, are like, no, 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 it's Gordon. Um, so they get a restraining order keeping the Adamses away from Fester, 
and uh, so the Adamses have to live on a, in a motel. And yeah, Gomez is depressed. He's watching Sally, Jesse, Raphael, and I guess calling in to ask where he can meet <laughs> witches and killers and stuff. And it's pretty circular glasses, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's young, hot Sally, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Young, hot, what hot Sally, Jesse. Uh, I also really love that when that tombstone ad happens, that's the girl from the second movie. She, it's the, oh, the Girl Scout. The Girl Scout is the same girl from. Oh, they brought her back. The, the blonde, blonde. She's from the the blonde girl oh. at, at camp. In oh, the that's next great. Movie. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's funny. Well, and they at least I think her, so. Yeah, right? she is, yeah. and they also have her buying lemonade outside of the hotel, which is like a Native American themed one. So I think it's all a wink at the second story's plot because that had the whole like Native Thanksgiving American. thing with the misspelled kitchen sign. Yeah, yeah. kitchen. Because yeah. um, they barely show the exterior of that motel to see that it was like a Native American themed hotel and it's only when she's really there that you see the full like that sequence. Yeah. I like that. I wonder if that was originally part of this movie. Like not that they filmed it but that it was like written as part yeah. of it and they were like ah it's too much and or cut it and used it the sequel. to jump yeah. off of in the second one. But yeah uh, Pugsley and uh, Wednesday are selling Lemonade, which is like full of poison, because they just have not even hidden all the poisons that are sitting on their table. Yeah, and like Lurch is, you know, doing some like work, schlepping stuff around. They're like, "Hey, Lurch, on the house," and he's like, "Lurch." By the way, is uh, Carl Stroiken, who uh, is an actor. He's appeared in a ton of stuff. Um, he had he has uh, is it acromegaly? Is that what it's called? Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's a a, you know like bone and growth uh, disease. So. Um, he he was in that um, uh, Gerald's game. Oh, he played the whatever the Midnight Man or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ooh boy. Yeah, he's he's great. He's in a ton of stuff. Um, but yeah, he comes by and you know he's like, and he drinks the <laughs> drinks the lemonade and then just like belches fire. Yeah. Oh, I remember oh, that he man. burnt the statue. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> he the, burnt the the statue of like a Native American. Yeah, the Native American uh, cigar store Indian kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah gets <laughs> burnt up. I love the scene of him driving the car and his whole head is sticking out. Yeah, the top. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's driving this, their little caddy and like his head is just like. Also, an MC Hammer song or something. Yeah, every every yeah. vehicle is, has MC Hammer. Which playing. is so well, he weird. did the song at the end, right? The, yeah, so right. Nice. So that who, must have been it. They were probably early like, '90s aristocrats would be really into like the cheesiest hip hop from the era. Well, it's like the turtle rap. Yeah. Yeah. What? You don't remember that? Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Ice. Did the turtle rap? The oh, ninja turtle? from the, the was it the go green ninja, go ninja, ninja, ninja go. Turtle? Was it the second one? Yeah. 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 How's that go? Stop. Collaborate and listen. Got some ooze, and these turtles are ninjas. Is that how it goes? Yeah, I think now so. it does. Oh God, and it's so it's Ice Ice Baby as the no, song. No, no, no. He wrote a he wrote a whole uh, discreet but it sounds song. Essentially, yeah. My favorite is when he tries to explain how Ice Ice Baby isn't a ripoff of yeah. of Under yeah, Pressure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not. Like, it goes dun 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 and ours goes dun 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 dun. Yeah. 
Uh, hot take, Snow was the better white rapper of the year, Mr. Informer himself. Well, that's only because you weren't sure he was... It, okay, in the 90s, <laughs> you have to understand that in the 90s, we didn't necessarily see what artists looked like for a while. And yeah. we were not at all aware of any of what he they were like saying. He was like a Rick, yeah, Rick Astley so, didn't sound white either, right. and then he was like the whitest man on earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so there was just Plus, a long period of time where we didn't know Snow was... Yeah, plus kids, no. kids listening to this episode, you're not going to understand that in the 90s we had Licky Boom Boom Down fever. Yeah. Everybody was trying to Licky Boom Boom Down. We got vaccinated against it, which is why I don't know about it now. Yeah, that's right. Like chicken pox. That's why you haven't had to worry about it. <laughs> I did. I most certainly you were fortunate did. First, to, to not I was born with antibodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like that girl from The Last of Us. <laughs> Jesus. That's a joke for Tina. That's good. So, okay. Yeah, Dan Hedaya and uh, 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 Dana Ivy are Tully and Margaret, and they're married, and they have that st- stupid elf kid. And um, Dan Hedaya, but so, I mean, like, I love Dan Hedaya. He always kind of plays this guy. He always plays a fucking, you know. Dan Hedaya always kind of plays, like, a grifter, con man, you know, kind yeah. of dude. And this time he's a lawyer grifter, which is... Yeah, he, I, it seems like he's a lawyer who owes a lot robots. of money, so... And he's trying to rip off the Adamses. At one point he says, they're morons. And I was like, really? What about them? Like, they're really weird and eccentric, but, like, they don't seem like morons. They don't seem, like, they know dumb. so much weird shit. They're very smart and very accomplished. It's just at the weirdest shit. They're just rich yeah. enough to not be phased by the... the the meanderings of an everyday person. Yeah, like, they're, you know, yeah, what they're good at is, like, you know, yeah, knife throwing, potions, like, all this, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, but Gomez is obviously a talented fencer and opera singer, like. Yeah. It's like, they're very smart people. But he's like, they're morons. It's like, no, dude, he's been fooling you. Right. With, like, a book. Like, a trick book. Right. They're ten-year-olds trained in espionage. Like, yeah. Like, Wednesday knew, like, he wasn't Fester two minutes into meeting him. Like, yeah, like, she I, was the first one. Yeah, through the whole movie, she's just like, but he's not Fester. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, the whole time. And she has never met Fester, because he's been gone for 25 years. Yeah, she, right. she just knows he's not yeah. Adam. He was gone um, 15 years before she was right. born. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my favorite little gags in this, and it's real quick, is Grandmama is cooking, and she's got two books up. Oh, yeah. And it's Grey's Anatomy and the Joy of Cooking. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's so cool. She's got them, like, propped on the on the table, like, So you open. can see the that, co- yeah, yeah. covers. And they're both, like, equally worn. And, yeah. yeah. That um, movie is so full of that shit. I feel like you can watch it 20 times yeah. and still miss My... all Oh, yeah. I feel like every time I took a note, I was missing, like, 10 things. Yeah, every time yeah. I looked up, there was some sight gag, some piece of set design, and whatever. Yeah. My favorite bit was... Um, Uncle Knickknack's summer wardrobe. Uncle Knickknack's winter, winter wardrobe. Uncle Knickknack. <laughs> yep, rule of threes. I, I saw it coming. I was like, I oh, love this. Yeah, that was. It's it's my favorite bit. Like, whenever someone talks about having like a war, like anytime the word wardrobe gets mentioned, like oh, like in, that wrestler you like. Oh, Wardlow. Yeah, Wardlow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I did it. He's an AEW wrestler, and... I couldn't say his last name. We watch the occasional uh, AEW here, and, um, yeah, Crystal's like, what's his name? And it was just like... I was like, Warlord. Warlord. I was like, boy. Yeah, his name is Wardlow. Rural. 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 
Yeah, that's the only way I could say it, because otherwise I sound like I don't know what R's are. <laughs> to be fair, I, I only mildly know what that letter is. It's not yeah. in my full lexicon. Oh, we mentioned this a little briefly earlier, that um, Margaret is putting together an auction. She get uh, the, the Adamses donate a finger trap, and then they end up paying $50,000 <laughs> to get it back while they loudly make out at the auction, which I mean, is great. Yeah, but... Honestly, it sounds like more than making yeah, out. Yeah, there was a finger bang at that Yeah, it, sounds, it does, like, it hard cuts to, like, the car. Humping. There was at big least knuckle. dry humping. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, in one that, of our previous that episodes. That big knuckle. I'm here for it. One of our previous episodes. Dry humping, episodes. a little hand stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is that what the, why they keep thing around? Spice things up? Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's an accessory. And he's not attached to an arm, so he can get some angles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On all of them. He all, can at enter, the same time. Like the magic school bus into a body. Ugh. Oh, oh. Wow. Just shrink it down and just go into your body. I mean, he could <laughs> enter them both at the same time. Stump or fingies, which one you want? Ugh. <laughs> oh, I had never considered there were options. <laughs> Uh. Well, that's upsetting. I want to go home. <laughs> that's worse than the knuckle. That is worse. <laughs> you know what makes it the worst? Fingies. <laughs> Fingles. Saying fingies in a sexual connotation is awful. Fingles. Yeah. You mean them fingies? Uh, oh, for the charity, uh, it's... Widows and orphans, and Morticia says, "We need more of them." Yeah, yeah, I love that. Every every one of Angelica Houston's line deliveries is like so perfect. Yeah. Oh, you know the most relatable part of this movie, like the most relatable part. It's not finger fucking at an auction in front of the whole town that hates you. That's relatable to only me. <laughs> uh, that's my hobby. That's what yours. I do. Uh, when she says, <laughs> "What did you major in?" And she said spells and hexes, hexes. and she went, ah, liberal, liberal arts. arts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. Yeah. I, looked, I looked at Alice and I was like, that checks out. Yeah, uh, liberal arts. We went to a fine arts school, so yeah. Yeah. And our education outside of the fine art was liberal arts education, so yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It, it checks out. It's like spells and hexes, perfect. I mean, it's like, oh, I did liberal take arts. a class called Religion, Art, and the Apocalypse, so. Wow, that's specific. I took yeah. uh, another one about vampire movies. Oh, yeah? Huh. Yeah. We made fun of Twilight a lot. Fair. We alluded to this as well. Gordon's mother um, invents her character of Dr. Penterschloss. Yeah. And speaks in that uh, obnoxious accent, which is great and very fun. Yeah. And when we're watching it, Tina's like, can we do the whole episode in this accent? Yeah. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I was like, of course we can. We oh, can. Yeah. Of course we can. Jess. Jess. Hello, excellent humans. <laughs> Dr. Pinterschloss. No. Nope. At one point, she, you know, he's like, "How are we going to do this, Mother?" Christopher Lloyd is as yeah. faster. He's like, "How are we going to do this, Mother?" She's like, "You forget, I am a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just such a fun character. Um, I like, uh, you know, after Fester comes back to live with them, uh, you know, he's like sleeping in in Uncle Fester's, you know, big bed that's like a pit. Oh, I. It's so funny. I have written down in my notes that uh, I was just like. Ooh, I think every bed looks fantastic. And even Fester's bed, I was just like, I would sleep in that. I just want to sink into something. And Hunter's <laughs> like, no! That looks incredibly uncomfortable. It would probably be alright to sleep in, but it'd be impossible to get out of. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's fine. I guess. Who wants to get out of bed? I don't know, people that don't want to pee themselves. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Weird. Um, 
But uh, yeah, he's like laying in his bed. Thing comes in and I guess is like greeting him or inspecting him or whatever. And he's just like screaming. And it cuts to Gomez and Morticia. And Gomez is like, you know, screams in the night. And Morticia says, it can only mean one thing. <laughs> Gomez responds, he's home. That's <laughs> great. All their line deliveries are great. Yeah. Uh, they're so fucking fun. But yeah, they watch the home movies when they're in the vault. The vault combination is, he's like, come on, Fester, you don't remember? Two, ten, eleven. Eyes, fingers, toes. <laughs> oh, that's that. such a great joke that, that I don't remember I at love all. that slide. Yeah, that oh, that's so that's 100% cool. just Tim Burton's actual slide they borrowed from his house. Yeah. You know my favorite part of that slide is at some point, Gomez is in front of Fester and three quarters point. of the time, and then all of a sudden, Gomez is behind Fester. That and song then that's end, playing is Gomez really is weird. Yeah, the song yeah. is really weird. Yeah, that slide went on for a long time. It's a wild angle. It's, it's very Space Mountain-y. It's Euclidean geometry, I think, underneath the Adams house. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, it's, they're just, they, you know, it's, they got a basement. It's like, right, but it is, like, eons deep. Yeah. Slides, gondolas, the afterlife. That vault is great. It's like, full of doubloons. Yeah, you pull a, yeah. yeah. I was just like, You they... pull a bottle stopper out, it turns around. They love the switchy wall. Yeah. It turns around, and it's just, like, endless corridors of wealth. Where right. do the corridors go? I was just like, honestly, like, they could totally just, like, fill bags and bags and bags with gold, and no, no one would ever no. notice. No. Which I think is, like, kind of... the joke, yeah. is the Bermuda Triangle, and that's where Fester got lost. Right, exactly. Oh, like, that's interesting. Because it all seems like pirate booty. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? Well, it is doubloons. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do with them when you steal them? Who, who cashes their in house the house is just a portal right? to other dimensions. I think you take yeah. them to the same, um, like, pawn shop uh, where Brendan Fraser takes those vintage baseball cards in Blast from the Past. You ever seen that? Uh, yeah, I just don't recall it well enough to even remember that happened. Um, why do you? <laughs> oh, I like that movie. I've seen that movie a bunch. Watched it not that long ago, but it's a very good, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Aged surprisingly well That's for being the... 1999. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. yeah, I think they're a great on-screen couple. I would love to I have seen. I actually think that they look like a couple. Yeah, I think they would have. I, I would love to have seen like a dozen movies with them as like rom-com couple. So they're the new uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. they should have been. I also really like uh, Dave Foley plays you know Alicia Silverstone's gay that. best friend, and that aged surprisingly well. Yeah. Because Dave Foley is like, oh, I actually know gay people, and I won't do a dumb caricature. I thought you were going to say, because, you know, Dave Foley has now turned out to be gay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dave Foley's like, oh, I'll just play him like a person. And you're like, oh, as a result, this movie ages fairly well. Yeah. Oh, in uh, Fester's room, we see uh, the framed photos of Flora and Fauna, the twins. The conjoined twins. Which is a joke they save for a little while. Yeah, it's almost towards the end. Yeah, you see them in the... um, home movies but they're shot in such a way that it's not like a straight ahead reveal yeah. right and then when you see them at the end it's like the full reveal and i was like oh that's really well done the ride home was also like a straight jacket for the criminally insane and like an ambulance yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. good <laughs> from the prom or whatever yeah. um oh yeah. the camp was also the camp for preteen offenders <laughs> right. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh in his camp room custer. camp so. custer yes in his room... Uh, so the camp I would have gone to? Yes. <laughs> in his room, Fester has a, a pennant, like a college pennant from Alcatraz. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, oh, I saw this. I wanted to screenshot this. 
uh, on Fester's trunk when he, you know, returns are a bunch of bumper stickers from like, you know, uh, I don't know what the word, not just spooky, but like, like tragedies, like locations of tragedies. Yeah. So there's Jonestown, the Bermuda Triangle, Death Valley, the Black Hole of Calcutta, Three Mile Island, Alcatraz, Pompeii, and Devil's Island. Jesus. Oh. And then a bunch more, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, look, that's pretty funny. Oh, I like when Gomez is starting to suspect that it's not Fester, and he's very upset, so he's playing with his trains. Yeah. And this is apparently, like, father's playing with his trains again. Oh, no. Yeah, and he's just, like, muttering things. He's just, like... He's like, he didn't remember the combination of this or that. And yeah. He's a tiny human in this train set. Yeah, so that, A, that's director Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, I didn't know that. As a, as a, as a cameo. Director slash pinch hitter cinematographer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is his first feature. He had done camera, you know, stuff and, like, I guess second unit things on a whole bunch of other stuff. This is his first feature. Um, and then, like, in 97, like, just a couple of years later, he did uh, Men in Black. And then he's just Barry Sonnenfeld. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. yeah. After that, it's like, oh, okay, cool. You can just make whatever the fuck you want. He's working on something right now with a terrible title. It's called, like, like Schmicklangelos or whatever. You're like, what? <laughs> what fucking title is this? No one's going to see whatever this is. Yeah. Uh prove me wrong um but yeah uh and that's apparently a reference to one of the old charles adams oh, okay. uh, comics um th- there's a couple of them yeah, they threw in uh that i think the shark fins is a reference to like pugsley and wednesday wearing the same outfit in this yeah movie. uh and um mm-hmm. pugsley with the street sign the stop sign that he removes <laughs> oh, uh, which yeah. causes an accident which is really funny and dark yeah. and then when you see pugsley's room later he's got like 20 stop signs hung up which is great. Yeah. So he just keeps doing yeah, it. Yeah, and the town just keeps replacing them. I love it. I just, yeah, like, I mean, that's why the town hates the Adamses, is they're just like, we have oh. to keep replacing the stop sign I'm... near the Adams house because they keep removing it and there keeps being horrible multi car pile ups. Right. This conversation is making me realize that my family is literally just the poor, less morbid version of this family because we like to steal things like street signs for funsies. <laughs> and the teen center had Ice House Road. Yeah. I stole that from a random street. That, oh. will, that is now unnamed. Yeah, no more ice house. No one can know also, what it's called. I also have a shitty old neighbor next to my mom's house who's like a dirt oh bag, judge a dirt well not that one <laughs> but a dirt bag that one also sucks too uh, a dirt bag Trump supporter who uh, was also a shitty person in high school and I stole a four foot tall penguin decoration while I was walking home from school while they were sitting right at the window that the penguin was in front of. I gave him a crystal. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, so, good. You're a good friend. Yeah. I did a, a little Googling here. Yes. At Google. Barry Sonnenfeld, his future projects right now are a movie called Things a Man Should Never Do Past 30, which is a show about a man working at a men's magazine who is reluctant to embrace childhood and his friend who is an immersion journalist. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Then also, he's attached to a movie adaptation of The Spellman Files about a family of private investigators. He's also going to direct the movie adaptation of the fantasy novel Gills All Fright Diner. What the fuck is that? (laughs) He's developing a. Sorry, is that a whole novel based on one pun the Crypt Keeper made? Yeah, wait. He's developing a sitcom for ABC called Funny in Farsi. Ooh. Ooh. And. Yikes, uh, Barry. He's also agreed to direct the Beverly Hills Cop pilot for CBS. Why Please are we... don't do that. Yeah, 
Why are we doing this? Don't touch that movie. Don't do that. No. no. You know they brought back Lethal Weapon, and that show's been on the air for, like, four seasons. There's also really? a million yeah. dumb cop shows. Can we just stop making everything about cops? Like, why do vampires have to be cops? Why does the Headless Horseman have to be vampires? Why does the Headless Horseman have to be a fucking cop? Why is everyone a private oh, detective? because nobody that writes television... I mean, not not writers, but nobody that wants to pay to have television written can think of anything that's not a procedural. So they just make oh. everything cops. Ugh. That's why. Cop Rock. Ugh. Yo, bring back Cop Rock. Ugh. Here, the thing I was talking about is called Schmigadoon. Oh, I not even that's come a, up. That's a reference to Brigadoon, it sounds it like. It smells like it sounds yeah, like Smegma. It's it a T V like... series coming out this year. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it stars Keegan Michael Key and Cecily Strong and Fre- Fred Armisen and uh, people who are ostensibly good, but what a terrible title. I am a hot take. I fucking hate Fred Armisen. It looks like... It's a little shit heel. It looks like people in a... A couple on a backpacking trip discovers a magical town in which everyone acts like they're in a musical from the 1940s, a.k.a. Crystal's favorite thing ever. Thank God. Can't wait. Apple plus TV plus TV. Oh, thank God. I don't have that. Yeah. Schmigadoon. Oh, the Adams' family crest. Sic gorgiamus allos subjectatos nunc. Oh, We've yeah. all turned into frogs now. We gladly feast on those who would subdue us. I love that. Frogs. Sounds like a shy I, just, I lyric. just felt like you put a Oh, magic spell, yeah. 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 The school play after that. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> school play. I forgot all about that school play because there's also a play in the second one. Yeah. And I was just like, how did I forget about this one? And I, yeah. I think just because I like... Yeah, I, I was the other expecting one more. the play from the second one to happen in this one. Right, I was watching it and I was like, "Oh, I know this scene," and then it happened, and I was like, "Oh, I don't actually know this scene." Yeah, it's Wednesday in Pugsley, and they're doing like a legally not Shakespearean um, sword fighting scene, and they're practicing. And Fester, who still thinks he's Gordon, um, is like, "Oh, don't you know how to you know how to kill someone with a sword? You need to go for an artery, like here or here." And he's showing them because he. Even though he isn't Fester, he is a murdering con man, I guess. Yeah. So he still knows. It's the same. There's a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Uh, so then when they perform, they have high-quality special effects budget that <laughs> sprays blood on the audience, and Pugsley has a fake arm. <laughs> well, he <laughs> brings them the fake arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it looks really good because it's a movie, but, like, I like the idea that these kids put together these top-quality <laughs> special effects. Well, and it sprays blood for so, so long. So long, it's it great. It feel like someone's just back their yeah. hand cranking. <laughs> the like stage a jug is of just covered in blood. Yeah. The crowd is covered in blood. Yeah, when they're, like, getting up and taking their bow. It's a Gallagher set. It is. It's like bloody Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> um... You can see that some of the blood has gotten on the stage lights because they're just, like, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Um, yeah, the front row are just, like, shocked, wide-eyed, covered in fucking big blood. My, my favorite part of that scene, though, is, like, most of the people are reacting in horror because they're getting hosed down with what... They don't know if it's real or fake blood. It's yeah. It's goo. But then there's a row of, like, three people in front of the, the Adams family that just look, like, deadpan, like a New York Times theater, like, yeah. reviewer, like... <laughs> They're just sitting there, and then when everyone else is, like, horrified, they're just still dead-faced. And I'm like, damn, who knew that children's theater was so intense? Well, yeah, I mean, my favorite part of this is actually the part right before they come up, where all the kids are, like, flowers and singing that awful song. Oh, yeah. yeah. What song and is it? What are they doing? I forget what it is. But it's that song that everybody sang in, like, a play at some yeah. point in their lives. It doesn't matter. But anyway, um, 
the most relate second most relatable part of this movie because the first is liberal arts. Uh, the second is <laughs> the way that the Adams family looks while they're watching these kids perform and i was like yo that's how i look every time i watch kids yeah. do something i'm supposed to be impressed by yeah uh, <laughs> yeah oh, i'm supposed to be delighted by this right. this is like, boring and terrible this is a waste of my and my child's time and money right why are we doing this anyway what do kids get from these things i don't know uh childhood anxiety <laughs> right I, yeah. I was only a, i don't have kids but i was a kid and i can tell you that it sucked yeah. so eh. Did you ever have to perform in, like, a play or anything oh, yes. at school? Mm-hmm. What was, what? Oh, see, I went to Catholic school for, like, the first four years of my life. Oh, so just the passion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mel like, Gibson directed it. You're like, yeah. I was cross It was extremely bloody, a I bunch of kids died. I was extremely anti-Semitic for the first four years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, it was a, a play about Christmas, and we all had to wear a letter that was part of Christmas. Uh-huh. So we like we ha- like our parents had to make this letter. There's footage of this somewhere. Oh good. Um, our parents had to make this letter for us to wear like a sandwich board. Mm-hmm. And we were given a line from the Bible that began with that letter. And so like they would go down the line of Christmas and so nice. instead they would ask me if I wanted to be C or T cuz I could be Christina or Tina and so I took T cuz I knew that it was further along yeah. and I wouldn't have to go first. Yeah. Right. Uh it made it worse. I should have went first. Yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> Honestly, you know what the best part is? Like second or third. You you aren't the first guy. You get a little bit of the jitters out of the way, but you're done. Yeah. Yeah, then you, then everyone's forgotten how bad you were because something way worse well, has happened. Well, I could have been Harry, but I wasn't. Yeah. And when you see number one tank a bunch, then you can just come in and think like you're fucking Othello or something. <laughs> yeah, it was unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy I, it. I went to Catholic school, too, and I was there when we had like a major, like... I was in third, second and third grade, and uh, it was like a hundred-something, like, a centennial anniversary, so we had to perform songs that I don't think existed since, like, before my grandparents were born. Me and my shadow and Swanee. Oh, see, I remember that time, because the Cardinal came to visit us, and I was supposed to be impressed. I yeah. was I was also in... <laughs> I don't uh, give a shit about you, bird. We, we moved to, like birds. We moved like to a suburban white town after living in a city for a couple of years, like when I was like in junior high, uh, and I was forced to be in West Side Story and because the town had no like oh, they brown face you? Oh, they, they didn't brown face me, but they made me play the the, the the Latina like cousin sister with the deep voice because I was there was one Puerto Rican girl in the school, so she played Maria. Right. What's the other one's name? Is it Anita? Rita? Some sort of I fucking name. Yeah, it like by Rita. default, they just gave it. And to they were just it. like, um, this one is like, their family speaks Romance languages, and um, like they're not Puerto Rican, <laughs> but they're Portuguese, and they have Close a deep enough. voice, and like that role has to have an adult sounding voice. So Jeez. I was forced into it. I also played oh a man in Midsummer's Night Dream when I was ten. Nice. Because of the deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got nothing. You got range. Yeah, yeah. deep voice range. Yeah. I can, I can, I can uh, card. be typecast in a very insensitive Played a card? A card. Uh, like a what deck kind of cards? Card? Yeah, like a deck. Um, Which it was, card were you? Uh, I don't remember. The Ace of Spades. I wish. The Ace of Spades. I wanted somebody to break out. It was going to be me. I played a card in... Uh, the Jabberwocky. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. 
That's yeah. a much cooler experience than either of us. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't forced to be. No, I, I, give this wi- I did this willingly. Um, yeah. And was... I was like a, a circus leader in a play in uh, like elementary school. Because I was the only one that could remember enough lines. <laughs> so. They're like, oh, Crystal can remember it. Here you go. Yeah, did, pretty much. She knows words. Like, yeah, what did Baby like... Hunter do? Um, so in grade school, I didn't want to be in plays because i have stage fright which is funny because y'all know i was in bands after this yeah yeah <laughs> um, well, that's why you didn't wear your glasses yeah i was just like well if i can't see them they're not there <laughs> yeah um but no so i didn't want to be in the plays but i wanted to i wanted to do them i really wanted to be in because they're fun but uh so i would i bombed all my auditions on purpose <laughs> he would come in and sing you know part like whatever some some very simple song i would sing i want to hear your range or whatever and so i say like i had no idea how to make words like that's how kind of how I sang, um, on purpose. And uh, he was like, eh, "You look like stage crew." And I was like, "Good, that's what I want." So I helped build sets you for look like, like stage crew. Yeah, you have a face for stage crew. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Well, if I wasn't angling for this, I'd be real annoyed at you right now." But this serves my ends. So, right. um, so I helped build sets for. We did uh, like Island of Dr. Moreau and stuff, and so a lot of like black light paint, and uh, it was fun. What age were you? This was grade school, so... Wow. Island of yeah. Dr. Moreau? Yeah. Yeah, wow. my, my friend, uh, they were, you know, they were like, oh, you're gonna play a dog... What's the dogs with the black tongues? You, you were in a movie about eugenics? Like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, like a pl- Like, what? But, I mean, like, yeah. That's and so that, but that's why we did it, Rowan, so we could dive uh, into the subtext. Yeah. No, we did it because everybody got to dress up like animals. Yeah, people. and I know, but that's just so funny that, the, the, you know, the adult director was just like, you know, it's going to be great to oh, yeah, he children was, be in this. He was high as shit. Uh, oh, he be, was he was super high and was be, like, we're going to really look... No, dude, To be just fair, gonna... when I was, like, 15, I was also willfully in an opera that was about, like, a post-apocalyptic landscape, and I was, like, in a, a cult of devil worshippers. That checks out. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a sense. choice I made at 15. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one of my friends was a chow or whatever with the Ooh, black tongue. And yeah. they were like, how are we going to, like, chows have black tongues. How are we gonna? I was like, just go buy a bunch of them gusher gumballs and yeah, chew like call. six of them at once. And so, like, right before he went on, he's like chewing like six different color gushers and he like spits them out and his tongue's like jet black. Oh, and so he comes out and he's, he's like standing there with his tongue hanging out like, and everybody's like, ew. <laughs> like the whole audience, you, like uniformly, were like, ew. So that's fun. He committed um, to the bit. And then uh, that was in... Future method actor. Yeah, that was in like seventh grade. And I think in like fifth Watch grade, out, I played Hades <laughs> in a Greek... Uh, we did like three small Greek like plays, like scenes. Yeah. They're like, you're tall. You got the height for Hades. Yeah, and... Um, Facebook crew, height for Hades. Yeah, and they were like, you should be the devil. And I was like, yeah. Agree. The devil, I followed the devil. So like, yeah. So I memorized all my lines, and um, in rehearsals, I was delivering them like this. And they were like, no. Fine, that sounds right. Yeah, she was like, no, you cannot do that. And I was like, I am Hades. <laughs> she was like, you have to deliver them like a normal person. I was like, no. this is acting. Oh my god. Yeah, so uh, Yeah, they were not super pleased with that, but uh I, I toned it down for the performance, but it was still pretty good. That's fun. Um I did cuz we did it on we had this uh like bleacher like stadium seating like thing in the front cuz they did a lot of singing and whatever. It was a uh friends school. Oh that, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um Yeah, yeah. So um I did that 
like I used I used those uh, I, I like walked up the stupid like the, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I was like, well no one can tell me not to do this. Right. Can't once the play yeah, once the play starts, you're not gonna come out and be like, stop walking all around the. I was like, no. So I was just like I, I climbing these things. I do what I want, whatever. Yeah. And like in between act breaks, my yeah, the 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 you know music teacher who was directing it was like, stop moving like all over the you know the actors don't know. I'm like, they're talk. It's there's two of us in the scene. He's talking to me. What do you mean he doesn't know where to look? Look at me. Like yeah. I'm looking at him while I'm walking around. It's like not literally, hard. we watch people walk around and talk to them in real life. How is that not a skill? This person is accomplished by like their yeah, no. teen years she was not pleased <laughs> i used to get really bored at quaker meetings because you're supposed to sit in silence did you have to contemplate sit on horse things. hair pillows no it was just like old pews i i i, I, I thought he said pubes me too <laughs> 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 you know, i was like, like old pew pillows <laughs> pew. ari astor's my well, childhood i really liked that as soon as you said that i was like and then I looked at her and I was like, we both heard pubes, right? Yeah, and I was just like, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it's Ari Aster directing my childhood. Yeah. They sit on pubes. I, I worked at a summer camp at a Quaker school and the kid was like, yeah, during the silent part we have to sit on like 300-year-old horsehair pillows. And I'm like, 300-year-old ghost farts live in that pillow. Yeah, that's 300 years of farts. 300 years of farts. 300 years of Quaker farts. Quaker farts. farts. <laughs> Ghosts of Quaker meals past. Oh no! All those oats. <laughs> <laughs> Did Quakers even eat oats? Like, was that their thing? No, they invented them. They invented the plant. <laughs> invented oats. Okay, back to the Abbott family. Yeah. Sorry. Quake the oats. We talked about how you know they have a restraining order. Um, Gomez is going to represent himself, and he says, "They say the man who represents himself has a fool for a client." As God is my witness, I am that man. I, I am that fool. I am that fool, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. And then, of course, the judge is the judge. So it hard cuts to the courtroom, and the judge is like, it brings me no small amount of personal joy to say that you're not allowed to have any of your you know, belongings back. Oh, except for all these golf balls. And he dumps them yeah, on the court. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Sally Jesse Raphael directly addressing gomez is funny yeah it's actually sally jesse i yeah. don't know if either of you noticed this but so the hotel room they were in is the same one that they met in earlier like with the the rude doctor lady the fake doctor oh yeah the, the con artists met up there at one point and then they met i think with gomez there at one point and then it became the same exact room they stayed in and there is a portrait that other people are like, why Why was JFK and MLK in the same photo? I'm like, it's a photo of assassination victims, because Robert Kennedy is in it, too. Yeah. Oh, that painting? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all it's, just people who've been assassinated. And I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That's not, the Adams didn't bring that? No, no, it was in it it's every in the sequence. hotel. It's part of the hotel decor. <laughs> the hotel decorates with people who got murdered during the civil rights era. Wow. Because, yeah, I saw it in one of the, when the Adamses are slumming it there. And I just assumed it's like a gag about like the the Adams decorating. Yeah. That's no, wild. it's it's there because it's there, in all the cause it's and there yeah. at the beginning. And I I because I when I watched it the first time, caught it and saw, and I was just like, what is? It was like, is that oh, yeah. is that MLK? Because you <laughs> saw one of them. And I think I think you saw MLK, and I think Allison was in here for a second and saw like the JFK part. And they're like, why are they both in that? And there's like, there's a third person. I'm like. 
<laughs> it's, it's probably Robert, Robert Kennedy. Kennedy, and then we saw that it was Robert Kennedy. I was like, if people, I, immediately my brain went, oh, assassination victims, and they're just like, like that. That's dark even for the Adams. Yeah, that's yeah. a wild one. Yeah. yeah. They do so much of that shit, though, in that whole movie, like, Morticia has a flower that has a soul or something? Like, there's yeah. so much weird shit Yeah, in the, in the morning when uh, Gomez, in the very beginning of the movie, when Gomez is, like, greeting her, um, she's still asleep in bed, and, yeah, when sunlight hits it, the flower, like, closes up. It's like a puppet flower. It's only in there for that gag. I was yeah. like, oh, she this flower's gonna come out. back later. She carries it out when they have to move. When they're evicted. She's yeah. holding it. But yeah, it's very um, yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be like important later. They made yeah. a whole puppet yeah. flower for this one gag. It's great. I love yeah. it. There's so much of that. Just like the train gag was literally one minute. And yeah. the whole house show. They put so much work into that scene for one yeah. minute. No callbacks. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, during that, um, Fester is trying to break into the vault. But he So to get in the vault, okay, you pull the book. It's greed. Yeah. And bookcase rotates around. And then you like, uh, is this is that the slide? And then at the bottom of the slide is the no. Chains? You pull a, you pull a chain. You pull the chain. Oh, the and chain, chain then drops the slide. you down to the slide. Yeah, so you're in this like chamber with all these chains hanging from the ceiling, like that thing in Alien Three. Uh, yeah, and you pull the right one, and it lowers you down to the slide. I bet I know why there's chains in Alien. There's chains off of ambulances and stuff to prevent the static charge from causing electrocutions inside of it. So if they're in like a spacecraft. Or a space station. Yeah, I think I can't remember where they are. Now. That could be to prevent electrical it's... currents building up in a water source. Maybe. Oh. But uh, yeah, you have to pull the right one. If you pull the wrong one, like a thing comes down, grabs your hand, drags you up, and like you end up being flushed out the the back of the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, throughout the pu- through the Pugsley door. Yeah, the pu- there's a Pugsley and a Wednesday. What are they for? I have they're no idea. They're skin patches. Yeah, they're okay. Just, yeah. Why not? Well, right. you know what's funny is but there weren't any there's for any three other. of them. What? Yeah. There's three escape doors, and I couldn't figure out who the third one was for. Yeah. And it, I couldn't get a good like look at but it to read it. Oh, I didn't see yeah, it. I couldn't either. Yeah, but there's three. Oh, okay. Also, speaking of things I didn't get, well, I took a look at but was confused by, when Gomez and Morticia are sitting in the graveyard on that like DB haunted punk couch. couch. Yeah, punk couch. It's a, punk couch. It, it's a, it's stone, a statue. Yeah, right? it's a stone yeah. couch. Yeah, that's made to look real. But those yeah. are legit cushions. Like they painted them to look like stone. Well, yeah, I think it's just so they didn't have to sit on stone all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but there's like yeah, because like when you get in close, you can see that it's engraved with yeah. something. Because he's so they, they're like, sitting there, and then he leans over to like make out with her some more. And when he moves, you can see like something Adam's loving mm-hmm. memory, something something. Yeah. So when it first but popped it looked, up, I was like, why is there a crust punk couch in the middle of a yeah, fucking yeah, cemetery? Like, I was just like, oh, God, that's so gross. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. And we rewound it. And I was just like, <laughs> no, that's made of, like, stone. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, supposed to be a the, stone couch. Because the back looked like stone. Like, the, the, the fabric wasn't uh, convincing enough to trick you to think it wasn't stone. But the cushions are straight up, like, cushions painted like cement. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they cut a corner, too. They're like, we're not making stone cushions so they had no. like ass indents yeah. and everything so my brain was like what the fuck is happening yeah, yeah. That's tim burton was like you can't have like my stone treads. couch yeah i need that i need my stone i need, couch. My, I need stone my stone couch. couch um i hope that's how tim burton sounds when he talks <laughs> that's that's the voice he's been doing since he mentioned tim burton hey. earlier <laughs> that's just the 
Yeah, I was, I was gonna direct the Adams Family, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it took a turn. It became hey. sort of cucky. Hey, well, it's, uh, hey, Johnny Depp, make Touch out my with my wife, wife again. Yeah. <laughs> For several movies in a row. Yeah. That's fine, that's their thing. Was. I just don't want to see Johnny Depp make out with anyone. No, 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 no. He was like briefly hot when he was younger, but then yeah. he's Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not aging very no. No, he thinks he is. He's wearing like a leather shoe. Yeah. yeah, he thinks if he wears a big enough hat, no one will be able to tell how old he is. So, yeah, the finale of the movie is that uh, Morticia returns to the Adams estate to confront Tully and, and uh, the criminals. And they capture her and tie her to uh, like a torture, torture wheel. Um, <laughs> and that's when Thing has to hitchhike back to the motel tries to you know get gomez you know to follow him by doing sign language but he's signing too fast and gomez can't follow him um the pen won't write when he tries to write so then he does morse code with a cereal spoon and gomez goes and then did you say that he was stuttering in sign language? yeah 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 he's like you're going too fast you know i can't understand you when you stutter <laughs> Great. Which is so great. Yeah, it's just really funny. Um, and I bet that went over so many people's heads too because he switched between so many languages in a short period of time. They just didn't pick up like how intense that like twenty second sequence yeah. was. Imagine hand acting that sequence. Yeah, that's why you need that magician. That magician. Yeah. He probably had to go on like he was like, oh, that was he, 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 like he, six months worth he of work. I need to take a break. The hand actor yeah. award ceremonies, the handies, whatever they call them. Ah! <laughs> no, no, no. No! Handies! Did you get a handy? I did, but I did not win the award. <laughs> That's what happened at the uh, auction. Yeah. Mediocre yeah. at best. Um, what? His name is Christopher Hart, and just so you know, that's his IMDb profile photo. It's him going like this, doing the, like, the surprise flame, magician oh, flame. yeah. Christopher Hart. Oh, fuck magicians. I hate them. That's a different type of magician. <laughs> The fuck magician. magician. Fester rescues uh, Gomez and Morticia with a book on Hurricane Irene. Yeah. Which is when Dan Hedaya says, don't open that, Fester. Or Gordon. Don't open that, Gordon. It's not just literature. I love that. The way he says that. The accent is Literature. So well, in the same way he says, what about the doubloon? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but what about the doubloon? sounds like Bernie Sanders when he talks like yeah. that. Yeah. D- D- Dan Hedaya Medicare could do a good. Like, <laughs> Dan Hedaya would do a good Bernie Sanders, actually. Yeah, yeah that's true. He, he would be a good... Yeah. He has the same facial like expressions as Bernie Sanders. He's really good in this, because anytime he has to interact with uh, any of the Adamses, let alone at the end, where they're at the, have that big ball, that party with the mamushka and all that, he is like constantly like wide-eyed with terror at just t- making small talk at a party with these people. Like He's just like, ugh, like the whole time. It's great. Um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, then we get our, so they, they get launched out by the, the force of the hurricane. There's lightning. It's, uh, it's a whole, you know, crazy green screen special effect thing. And, um, yeah, uh, uh, Tully and Margaret, no, Tully and Miss Craven get launched out the windows. They land in two open coffins. With pre-made tombstones. Pre-made tombstones. The, the lids shut. It pans up to see the tombstones and Pugsley (laughs) and Wednesday. And uh, I think Pugsley says, are they even dead? And Wednesday says, does it matter? <laughs> and that's it. Uh, yeah. And that's amazing. For a family they think is stupid, they have 10-year-olds who are master masons that pulled out tombstones in a really quick time. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they think they're they're artists. Oh, and, and Fester's brain got electrocuted, so he remembered everything. But that's important because, yeah. as we find out in the info dumpy ass last scene, it's Halloween. Uh, you know, that's when it cousin it shows up as a cowboy. Yes. Yeah. 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 And his his shoulders are visible, but the belt is wrapped around all of whatever is under that. Head. Yeah, the shoulders are only visible because they gave him a bandana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, the belt just goes around the entire rest of that hairy cylinder of a person. Yeah. yeah. So now it looks even more like ZZ Top. Yeah. Because if you combine just all that hair that with Cowboy, ZZ them. Top. Yeah. Uh, this is when you get info dumped that it was amnesia, that the lightning returned all his memories to him, that the amnesia was from the Bermuda Triangle, uh, and he and Pugsley, Pugsley is dressed as him for Halloween. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and Lurch is painting their portrait, and Pugsley <laughs> gives him a light bulb, and he's like, Uncle Fester, will you do it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, for the picture. And he puts the light bulb in, it lights up, which is the famous thing from, from yeah, the, the TV show, or from the movie. Yeah. yeah, and like, that's pretty much it. Like, uh, then they go, let's play, let's play a party game. Oh, Wake the Dead. And Margaret's like, I don't know how to play that. And, um, you know, uh, is it think grandma. Oh, is it grandma's like, you know, hope you like digging or whatever. <laughs> I hope you brought your shovel. Hope you brought a shovel, <laughs> yeah. And then they all, they run out and um, Wednesday and Pugsley are like banging on the gravestones with the shovels. And they're like, wake up, Uncle Atlas. And whatever. Um, that's when, yeah, I was like, oh, Atlas, Atlas Adams. Adams. Yeah. yeah. And um, then Gomez comes over. He's got a cigar in his mouth and he, you know, puts his hands on their shoulders. He's like, no, children, you have to dig. That's half the fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so uh, great. I feel like uh, Margaret is the unsung hero of the movie because she is obviously a square who is so horrified and shocked by everything, but so down to clown. She just goes into every situation just like willing yeah, to get she's, weird. She's non-judgmental. Um, yeah. She's in an unsatisfying marriage because she, they've been married for like years, but you know, it's like we've grown and changed as people. And obviously, Dan Hedaya now is, has money troubles, so like he's not the same person he was. So then she starts talking. Kid. Yeah, they got that ugly, stupid kid. Which, thankfully, is just never... He's dead or something. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, he died off screen. He had to return to his home planet. They just put him in, a, in his grave more gently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, gently. It, there's a, one of those Tim Burton slides. Well, she did and he was make, like, wee! And then by the time he reached the bottom, he was dead. She did make a reference at the, the earlier party when he was, like, an elf or yeah. whatever about how um, the Ma- Margaret did, about how uh, delicious, like, how she wanted to eat him You're up. Alive. And then... Yeah. Uh, Morticia was like too young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe they're maybe they're prepping him for that. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, we didn't see it for like a whole most of you. I mean, I guess it was summer when you know they were at the motel. So yeah. at least a couple of months they could have yeah. eaten him. Coulda. Yeah. Fuck that kid. But uh, yeah, now she, so she ended up talking to cousin It on the balcony at the party, and they really hit it off. And uh, it she seemed like it. it seemed like cousin It was like. Hey, you want to come back to my place? And she's like, I can't, I can't, I'm married. He's like, but call me. Yeah. Yeah, well. And then they show up together at the end. Yeah. It hit the spot. <laughs> mini little mini its as kids in the second movie. Oh. I feel like there's yes. mini its. Are there? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I had to give him birth to that. Right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Very just coarse. like small. Well, not just that. Oh, wow, really? That's great. gelatinous when it comes out and how you get that out of hair? It's going to exfoliate a lot on the way out. It's all that hair. <laughs> Takes all of your Foliate my womb. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh, that's awful. Get what a, a nice, terrible note to end on. Thank nice, you, Rowan. Get a nice peel. <laughs> Ugh. It's an internal peel. Ugh. <laughs> that's all horrible. <laughs>
Um, yeah, that's the movie, though. I mean, that's it. I mean, Crystal, you chose this. Would you like to start the the rating? Yeah. Uh, is, there, well, is there anything we didn't talk about that we wanted to bring up? No, I think I think we covered it all. Yeah, uh, it's it's I, just a lot of there's just a lot of little gags bits. And, yeah, yeah, like there's so many there's so many things about it where watching it again after a long time, I'm like, oh right, I forgot about that. And like I said, I I kind of mixed the two movies together in my head, even yeah. though I've seen the second one a lot more. Um, I think it was a great watch. Uh, it's it's super fun and it's a little dark and it's funny and everybody seems to be yeah having a blast doing it. There's no one in the movie where I'm really like, oh, they really, you know, brought it down. I think everybody's just like, oh, yeah, really on their game. Yeah, yeah. Rowan, uh... Oh, the best watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I loved it when I was a kid. And I was just like, damn, why isn't that my family? Because that was weird. Um, I was yeah, a seven-year-old in all black. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, as an adult, it somehow still holds up. There's so much adult shit that you obviously didn't pick up on as a kid that like oh yeah i there's still stuff to watch if you remember the plot and somehow no one ends up being problematic when obviously anytime we rewatch old stuff it's like yeah oh i was shocked that there's nothing that i felt was excessively problematic for the time period tina you know it's funny because like i i didn't really recall much about the movie and what i thought i recalled was from adam's family values um but I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid. And when I was a kid, um, I had a cousin who... Well, I still have this cousin, I guess. It's not when I was a kid, but I had... Um, my cousin was, like, really into the movie. Like, really into the movie. Yeah. And his dad worked for Clear Channel and mm. got the billboard oh. from the Adam's Family. Oh, wow. And it was, like, in his bedroom, like, like wallpaper. It, like, took up the whole <laughs> wow. room. And so... I remember being a kid watching it with him and, like, not really getting why he was so into it. Like, like into it enough that the billboard is his wallpaper. <laughs> right. And right. I was like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, all right, I guess. It's yeah. fine. Um, watching it now, I actually really enjoyed it way more than I did as a kid and yeah. more than I thought I was going to. And I think it's because a lot of the humor went way over my head. As yeah, I think I think I liked it because it was spooky, but also... So many of those jokes went way over yeah, my head. Yeah, I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, they're just weird and it's dark, and I guess yeah. that's supposed to be funny to me. And I think other kids were laughing but didn't get the joke, like yeah. kids right. do. You yeah, know, they laugh because they think they're supposed to. Yeah. So I actually really enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. So I think oh, it's a great, great watch. Yeah. That's hmm. awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I have to agree. This is a great watch. Um, I might like this better than uh, Values, but I don't know. It. I also. It feels more like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Values feels less, like, beholden to Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I like that better or not. I don't know if I would like it... Be- I, I don't know what Barry Sonnenfeld specifically brought to, you know, this. I don't know how much, you know... Like, well, how much the script was locked in or, you know, whatever. I... The one thing I do know is that there was a lot of cinematographer issues on the first Adams Family, and so he ended up taking over for the cinematography. For yeah, it, when directing and doing cinematography, and so I feel like there's just a, like a lot of weird dark shit coming out at that time, and Tim Burton still wasn't quite established as the Tim Burton yet because his biggest films were all coming out at the same time. Like people knew the first Batman, he was working on the second one. There was yeah. some Edward Scissorhands stuff happening around that time. Yeah, and Beetlejuice. Yeah, and yeah. so like he was just starting to get known. So I feel like, yeah, some of it is like, oh, we originally locked this dude in. Well, so much of it feels like yeah. Tim and looks like Tim Burton. So I was like, if he was supposed to, 
if he was originally supposed to direct it, like I wonder how far into production they got because it looks like he hired the people yeah. he works with. Yeah. Like that slide, like just looks extremely Tim Burton. Honestly, like, yeah. the I just angles think and stuff. Tim Burton and this dude probably both listened to a lot of Oingo Boingo, <laughs> and it influenced both of their aesthetics. Because it definitely is Tim Burtony, but I feel like this dude is a lot more campy than Tim Burton. Yeah, like, Tim Burton is like, like cutesy, spoopy, ooky, spooky. But this guy is like, is like uh, campy. Like he's like Tim Burton meets John Waters. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, he's yeah got yeah. an adult humor about it, and it's a little trashy. It's it's a little John Waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little serial mom in there. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes, Which yeah. Because think... like he, because he, like I said, a few years later does. Men in Black. Um, what did he do? He Which did those something. are campy too. Like, yeah. Campy, oh yeah. yeah. Men in Black's very. Yeah. You know. I love Men in Black. Yeah, I mean that's like a, I think a perfect movie. Yeah, and I like spoopy stuff, and I think I love that one. I do like Tim Burton stuff, but like the Adams Family one was stick out in my head because it was campier. Well, you know, I think the difference is Tim Burton takes himself seriously. Oh yeah. And this movie doesn't. This movie kind of leans into the camp. Yeah. I think he didn't used to, but he definitely does He does now, for sure. I don't know if he always did. That's why he makes the same corny shit all over and over again The closest Tim Burton has gotten to camp is Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went straight away. Like, Batman, obviously, there's, like, campy elements, but it's not It's not intentionally campy. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I'm looking at, looking at Barry Sonnenfeld's directing, Adam's Family, first feature. Uh, for love or money with Michael J. Fox, I I don't I'm never familiar with that. One. I the I've name heard of sounds, it, but I've never watched it. Yeah. And then Adam's Family Values, in, both in '93, Get Shorty in 1995, which is I remember being a pretty good movie, but that's like a real um, like an actual hitman yeah. goes to L.A. to kill somebody on a movie set and then gets a job yep. like. Uh, playing a hitman or writing about hitmen or something. It's like real industry some insider nonsense. Movie. Yeah. Men in Black, some TV stuff, and then, ugh, Wild Wild West. Hell yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of problematic. <laughs> speaking of camp. Oh my god. Um, Thanks for creating the modern era of steampunk, you turd. Like, <laughs> that movie not, didn't come out, then I don't think we would have steampunk like we do now. That's not even, that wasn't even his call, apparently. Like, that, oh. the, the one uh, producer, I think his name's John Peters. Yeah. He, he uh, apparently, every movie he has produced, oh. he wants a giant spider in it. No. And so that was how they ended up with that giant robot spider. <laughs> I mean, like, retrofuturism is everywhere. Like, it's in, there's, in every year of, like, film you find that. But, like, this version of it is truly what has created the bane of steampunk, and I will hate them forever for it. Ugh. Yeah. RV, starring Robin Williams. Mm. I saw it in theaters. Oh. Yeah, that was, uh, oh, it's Tuesday, so everything is, like, three bucks. And then, like, a lot of TV. Men in Black 2 and 3. Which one's three? Is that the more one of the more recent ones? That ha- yeah, that has time travel. Is that the one with um, it's pretty Jemaine from Legend yes. of Yes. My friends made props for that movie. <laughs> the second one has uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, what? Wow. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then a movie called Nine Lives, which I think is a cat a cat yeah, cat movie. I think maybe it's a person in a cat's body. Boo. And then apparently he directed all ten episodes of the series of unfortunate events series for Netflix. I oh, guess. the one that just was. And then Schmigadoon, the six episodes. Please stop saying that. It's terrible. Schmigadoon. That's what it sounds like. Yep. Um, but yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld, what a weird career. Um, 
yeah <laughs> this i think is a great watch uh yeah i don't know that i would like it better with tim burton i mean this era of tim burton is the best tim burton but you know i don't think it would have that i don't think tim burton tim burton can really do horny i don't think his gomez and morticia would be that tim amorous gives limp dick energy yeah, like yeah, yeah I just, cock energy. Yeah, yeah. Two birds of cock, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that cock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this just turned into a fucking uh, Joe Rogan fucking podcast uh, for ten seconds. Let's talk about DMT. DMT oh, and how Tim Burton's a cock. Tim Burton's playing cuck cuck goose. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Can we rewind? Here, buy my adaptogens. <laughs> buy my adaptogens. Um, okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Tina, thanks for filling in as guest host again. Oh, you're welcome. It counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It counts. It sure does. Suck it, Beerman. Um, wow. It's a whole faction. This is like a turning into a real fucking wrestling I'm bullshit. turning them. <laughs> Beerman's going to be recruiting for his faction. Yeah. Good luck. Get that bird. Get that bird. That Get bird. that bird. That's you, Frank. Uh. <laughs> that bird's got one on your side, Beerman. Uh, um, would any uh, uh, Tina? Anything you want to direct anybody to social media or anything? No, you should listen to all of the episodes of the podcast that I'm on. Yeah, and like like them and star them and retweet them. Yeah, and like wherever you can review this podcast, just put in your review if you'd prefer to listen to me or Beerman. It's me. <laughs> but it's fine, whatever you say. I mean, whatever you say is fine. It's wrong, but it's fine. Uh, Crystal, any? Uh, sure. Uh, you can check out my paintings and art and stuff at wantful underscore things. Uh, kind of like needful things, but for my art instead of Stephen King's. Um, so just, yeah, on Instagram, wantful underscore things. And follow me. Rowan? Uh, per usual, you can find me at the Yale School of Medi- Medicine's food trucks. Otherwise, see you never. <laughs> Fair. Uh, well, thanks uh, for listening, everybody. You can email us, as usual, at writehatewatchgreatwatch. That's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at H-W-G-W podcast on both those platforms. Like and rate and subscribe and follow friends, stars and hearts and clovers and blue moons and all that. Yeah, I want all of it. Give it to me. And uh, you can get us every other Wednesday. That's every other Wednesday on the Movie John Podcast Network. And please support the Movie John Patreon uh, for all kinds of fun stuff uh, now and get forth- our nudes and forthcoming. Yeah, there's a nudes tier. It's secret. You gotta Only look for fans. it. You gotta look for it. <laughs> he, you know what you do? You gotta donate a random amount of money. And if it's the right and amount, the right you amount, get amount, the you nudes. Get and then you get the nudes and the so feet So keep picks. trying. Yeah. If you want feet pics, that's extra. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to no pay for my No feet pics on Maine. No. Never. No feet pics on Maine. Pedicures are expensive as fuck. You get that gel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks mm. for all that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm only making promises for Hunter shit. <laughs> All kinds of things I have to do. All kinds of extra work I gotta do. Well, listen, we sometimes we cut it out. Sometimes. Like, like, this episode. (laughs) Sometimes.
dogs, we do that. <laughs> you know what I mean by we? The proverbial The royal we. Thanks, guys. message planes like in LA to write things like Joe Rogan is five foot six over LA <laughs> and then they would follow up and be like no he really is like <laughs> that's so funny